Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to another episode of the Maliki Click podcast. My name is Ali, and I hope everybody is in khayr, inshallah. So, what I wanted to do is I wanted to go through and see if I could do an entire podcast without editing or stopping. So, I came across an amazing tweet, I think it was last night, by Noor Jodah. I hope I'm saying that right. And the whole premise of this this uh, tweet was understanding womanhood as it applies to, you know, personally and, and, and in a marriage. So I'll just start out and uh, read her tweet. And she begins and says, uh, Longer blog post on this coming soon uh, have been having too many of the same conversation with fellow sisters lately on issues related to womanhood and marriage. She says, I'm going to get blasted for this, as usual. The truth is, is, is always canceled, unfortunately, in uh, Twitter sphere. Uh, but hear me out, because very few sisters will admit what I'm about to tell you. Number one, men and women are fundamentally different. Most women and many men believe whatever men have always done, women must do. Now, this is very true. I'm just going to stop here for a minute. Uh, this is true, I think, because of the feminist movement. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Back in the, back in the day, I, I believe some of it was a little bit necessary. I do. Um, but the thing is, as she's saying here, every strength that is viewed by women, usually in the West, is equated with whatever a man can do. So the narrative, the narrative is whatever a man can do, I should be able to do. If I can't do it as a woman, then I'm a weak woman. That's, that's totally untrue. So I'll, I'll uh, continue reading her, uh, her tweet. And she says, also not having the experiences he has had as a man does not make you inferior. It makes you a woman, which is precisely what a man needs and wants. This is totally true. Um, no man really wants a woman, and this it wants a woman like this. And this ties into another uh, one that I'll talk about later down, where she talks about competing with a man. I don't want you to compete with me. I don't want to compete with you. I, I understand that you might be a mother and a wife, and, and these are things that I'm just not interested in. I can be a husband, I can be a father, I can be a lot of things. Uh, but I would never compete with a woman. I would appreciate the strengths that she has, but I don't. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given her this fitrah. Why would I? Why would I want to compete with that? It never, never. So continuing, she says, number two, most careers can't be reconciled to accommodate for motherhood. You can't and won't have it all. Something always gives. Number three, you're not meant to compete with him. And that's, this is what I was just talking about. If you choose to, you lose. And I think a lot of women are doing that, you know. She says, why? Because you end up without the thing you want most. His commitment to and respect for you. Totally true. Spot on. Number four. 
The things that make men attractive to women are not the things that make women attractive to men. Know this. Seriously, guys, know this. I don't like when you try to act like me. I don't like when you try to look like me or talk like me. Uh, your strength as a woman is what it is. You know, a, a woman's fitra. Uh, she continues and says, your strength and leadership will be respected by any decent man. Yeah, of course. But they won't necessarily make you attractive to him. Period. Spot on. Apart from physical attraction, which both parties care about to varying degrees, categories of attractions across genders differ. Number five, love develops with time. And this is a huge, huge one for me. She says, love develops with time. Ditch the, we need chemistry fantasy. So long as he's physically attractive and meets the other naturally required criteria that women look for in men, the meaningful, long-lasting, life-proof kind of love will come. So many sisters miss out on amazing brothers because of this mindset. And that's true. I mean, because let's face it. In the beginning, if you have a bad intention, if, if you're looking for a woman or a man and you're basing everything on, well, I have to be in love with him first. I have to have this and I have to have that. You know, one thing that I've learned in my life and in my mistakes and in my marriages, it's not about love. Because love before marriage, okay, before marriage will have you doing, thinking, and saying some stupid things, okay? For me personally, it's all about the companionship, compatibility. I know it sounds so cliche, but you actually have to find your friend. For me, for me, that's what it is. And so, you know, being... It, Okay, yes, there has to be some type of love uh, to begin with before you marry somebody, but it has to be a checked, balanced love. You know, if, if, if you're trying the ya galbi, ya nuri, ya hayati, this, this type of, you know, silly talk that, you know, they only do in, in love songs, you know, put that on hold. Seriously, seriously, you know, love is a verb. It's, it's something that uh, can be accomplished in... Uh, and marriage and must be accomplished every day uh, marriage is a garden you have to water it the first signs of weeds or any invasion of insects or whatever or fire or whatever you have to be really on that and you have to take care of your garden you have to take care of each other you have to see the cracks appearing in the wall and you have to address them uh, very quickly and with uh, okay so Number six. <laughs> Number six is a, is a big one. Lower your voice. Belligerence, rage, lack of self-awareness, self especially in social, social justice arena, are not good looks for anyone, let alone a female. While every other sister is roaring, be the emotional, emotionally mature, poised, feminine voice that brings about calmness. I can't tell you how much this is true. 
when a woman roars or a woman, you know, is belligerent, like she says, men like us, we don't listen to you. <laughs> we don't care about the relevance of what you're saying or it just goes blank. We hear belligerence, we hear yeah, 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 and we hear uh, elevated voices and sharpness in your tongue. We stop caring about what you want to say. <laughs> it's that simple. And it's the same thing for a man. If a man is ah, this and that, the woman turns off and she just she doesn't even listen anymore. And that's counterproductive, isn't it? I mean, honestly, it's counterproductive. What do you wish to accomplish by raising your voice and being belligerent when trying to get your points across? That doesn't sound too smart. It really doesn't. So, for me personally, when a female is calm, stop saying female. When a woman is, when my wife is calm. And when she has a good tone, you can tell that there's some, like a, like a nurturing, caring type of talk that she's she's giving you. That calms us men down. We become very receptive, even if it is about ourselves and our own shortcomings. We listen. If it is brought to our attention. In a good way, like this, I can guarantee you that the problem will be solved. It will be listened to, and inshallah, it will be addressed. <clears throat> so, going on to number seven, she says, "Oh my God, this is a big one too. Like this whole thread is fire, basically." So, number seven, she says, "Take care of your mental health. We've all got issues. Don't feel bad." Just own whatever Allah has challenged you with by taking care of yourself, and in, in you know being healthy. Blame no one. Take accountability. To succeed in marriage, you need to be emotionally and spiritually healthy first. This is a huge thing that I always mention in my uh, half-hour deen marriage profile. This is like one of the like the second paragraph. You must be mentally and emotionally well. You have to be prepared for marriage. You have to realize what you're going into. You're you're bringing, you're offering yourself, and you're bringing your two people together to share one life. So, mental and emotional health is huge. And like she said, we've all got issues, right? We've all got issues. That doesn't make you a bad person. It just means that we have something that we need to address. It means something that we have to heal from or get over. And if you're not mentally and healthy, mentally and emotionally healthy, well, maybe going into marriage right away isn't the smartest thing that you can do, right? So, <clears throat> number eight: competence builds. Confidence, absolutely. Self-conscious about something, get focused in a healthy way on developing or refining that thing. No shortcut will instill real, genuine confidence in you. So put the time, put the time in, and do the work. Absolutely, that kind of ties with number seven. You know, if you have an issue, 
really get into that and figure out what you need to do and and, uh, and heal that, mend that before you go into a marriage. Absolutely. Number nine. I don't know how to take this one, but it is true. Number nine, happy wife, happy life. She says, la, 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 lies. It's all lies. We don't actually know what makes us happy because we don't own and respect our fitra. That's deep. That sentence alone on the end was deep because we don't actually know what makes us happy because we don't own okay listen to this because we don't own and respect our fitra wow that's deep and I think in the whole podcast if you didn't listen to anything that I said you should listen to this one part because we don't own and respect our fitra as being women. She says, we'll intimidate men into giving us what we want, believing it's what will make us happy, you know, in parenthesis, feminism. Then lose our souls as we take you down with us. <laughs> That's so true. Number 10, and lastly, we will treat you the way you allow him uh, he will treat you the way you allow him to treat you that's like every re every action has a reaction it's so true she says maintain self-respect dignity and integrity fortunately as God fearing Muslim you're already practicing this daily take yourself seriously as a woman and he will too. Another profound statement. Take yourself seriously as a woman, not a man trying to a woman trying to be a man. No, she says, take yourself seriously as a woman. And then he will too. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has shown us the way. So just do it. I think this is an amazing, amazing, amazing tweet that needs to be talked about in detail. We must, as men and women, especially Muslims, we must be on the same page. You know, there's so much men versus women and, you know, uh, women hating men and men are trash and women are trash and, you know, men only want one thing and this whole just war going on between Muslim Muslim men and women and I, I just really think it's because of these 10 points I really really do women has, have lost their fitra men have too I mean listen like I said in, in my tweet if you men are listening to this and saying, yeah, 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 that's good, that's good. Do you think that you're off the hook? Do you think that a woman should act like a woman, but you shouldn't act like a man? Fellas, don't, don't fool yourself. Being a man and being a husband is a responsibility, not a title that you can hide behind.
We men have respons huge responsibilities. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran that He gives us the men a degree over the women. Well, listen, you're going to have to earn that degree. It doesn't just come to you automatically. There's conditions within the ayah. You have to be a maintainer and a provider, period. You can't just say, I'm a man, I'm a man. You have to obey me. You have to do what you say. I say, you have to be a woman and act like a woman. Trust me, you being a real man is going to make it so much easier for her to be a real woman and slide right into her natural fitra as a woman. That's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to bring to light and talk about this amazing tweet. So I hope it helps everybody, inshallah. And I really, really hope that this will not be the last discussion about this because marriage is, let's face it, it's like a number one topic that we want to talk about, right? Uh, but unfortunately, uh, there's not really a healthy conversation between men and women going back and forth. It's a bunch of uh, pointing fingers. So it seems to me that we need to have this conversation both collectively and in our own corners. Meaning, men and women need to talk about this with adab, of course. But also, women need to be listening to this type, these type of tweets. And men also need to be learning uh, from good positive male role models what it is to be a man. So, you know, the women need to be in their corner and the men need to be in their corner. And the women need to be, and this is very important, the women need to be taught by qualified, positive, successful women. And the same thing on the man's side. You know, I mean, that's, that's all I have to say. I hope everybody benefited from this, inshallah. Until then, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.